Welcome to Holy Crap. We are Amanda and Matilda, best friends from Stockholm, Sweden, where we work as holistic coaches, healers, and founders of Sweden's largest conscious community, Holy Crap. We have always had a deep desire to explore the world, while in recent years we have come to develop a respect and appreciation for the wisdom of our Nordic culture with our connection to nature, homes, and a strong work-life balance. And now we feel excited to share this medicine with the world. In this podcast, we invite you to join us in conversations where we delve into life's deeper layers within spirituality and holistic health, combined with interviews with guests from around the world. You can find us on Instagram, Holocrap Official, and all of our retreats, events, and courses at holocrapco.com. Välkommen! In this week's episode, we have the pleasure of meeting with wonderful Julie Siviero Puyer, who is a celebrity facialist, Reiki master, spiritual motivator, and intuitive guide. However, she's mostly known for her deep knowledge in Chinese face mapping and face massage. We had the honor of meeting Julie at her home in Santa Monica, Los Angeles, where she started by performing a mini face reading on both of us. We then discussed the wisdom behind face readings and how subconscious thoughts and beliefs actually manifest in our bodies and change our facial structure. With simple and gentle massage techniques, however, you can program your subconscious mind and aid in the healing of our bodies. Both of us have always believed in the more the merrier, but Julie's teachings really helped us shift our mindset and realize that it's the small changes that make a big difference. So thank you, Julie, for this important reminder. In the episode, we dig into the topic of different face structures and their meanings. And Julie will use us as example to illustrate her work. And we also discuss Julie's personal routines. And we talk about how trauma can manifest in our faces, in our bone structures. And we talked about various techniques to enhance the flow in our faces. And you will hear this among many, many other fascinating topics. And Julia really is an incredible individual with a very loving, soothing and grounding energy. So there's no surprise at all that celebrities like Miranda Kerr and Kate Hudson are drawn to the work she does. We also want to quick talk about Julie's amazing online program, How to Glow for Weeks to Radiant Skin Health. It's like a personal training for your face and energy system. And I must say that we are amazed over what happened in just four weeks. Juice program helps you to decode the messages your face is sending about your health. And we received a detailed report that covered everything from face shape to skin condition, providing insights uh, on our personalities, skill sets and overall well-being. And Julie recommended lifestyle adjustments for optimal radiance, covering diet, supplementation, skin and body care, as well as specific massage techniques and acupressure points just for us. So you will get your own personalized massage recipe. And as I said, we are truly amazing what just happened in four weeks when it comes to our faces and even the structure of it. And you'll find all information about her How to Glow program on her website, www.juliecivielopolier.com. So let's welcome Julie to Holy Crap Podcast. Hi and welcome Julie to Holy Crap Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me <laughs> it's an in my home yes. in your home yeah. in your home yes we, i just uh, called you on the way here like our facial guru oh that's very kind we talk about like in the podcast that we like don't like the concept guru but you you are a guru that's very sweet i yeah. i shove that that title as far away from me as possible <laughs> yes. we are the same because it's round table yes, exactly. yeah and i exactly. think you both are so beautiful at, at how you offer that mm. in your skill sets as well really inc- including right inclusive of different voices different backgrounds mm. thank you thank you so the first question that we want to ask you 
is what can you see in our faces? <laughs> mm-hmm. What is the first you see? And you, we can take honesty. Like this podcast is all about like brutal honesty and like vulnerability. And we are like so open. Mm. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, you both share the king shape, mm. which shows in the accentuated jawline. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at faces and doing some face reading, we look for what is the most prominent. In face mm. reading, more is more. Less is less. Mm. So more is more, meaning what is the most prominent? What is the widest part of the face? Where do the eyes go to like the biggest feature or the most profound feature? Mm. You both have very strong jawlines, even though you each have a different shape in Mm. your face and in your jawline, both have very, very strong accentuated jawlines. Mm. So kings are natural leaders. We use this throat chakra, we use our voice as a proclamation to care for our kingdom, especially if we're a good king. So we're taking in the concerns of the people, you know, what is needed, what are they expressing, there's too much of, there's not enough of, what are we listening to from our experts, our team and guides, our generals, our experts in agriculture, what are we... um, wanting to build as especially with longevity for the kingdom yeah and so we discern all of this information then make the proclamation setting out the blueprint or the template going forward and then the good king goes and takes a nap Mm. yes that's how i want to rule (laughs) (laughs) a really nice explanation um i don't think that we we saw this ourselves no like this yeah but it's it's very interesting to to hear Mm -hmm. because i've been like practicing the jawline and we're thinking about like i don't have that problem that like visible jawline i have thought in my head so yeah but it's also interesting because this is what many women are looking for in men yes yes you know and you want that king energy in your relationship yeah the the masculine that just standing there like a tree holding the feminine yes Mm. Yeah, the protector yes. often is what I think if if a man in a heterosexual relationship is the protector, the woman can really be much more feminine mm. and less taking on the role of, of harmonizing both. Mm. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, if we want to talk about a celebrity relationship that didn't last, it was, they were together for a while, but didn't last is, um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. They both have very strong King faces, both have very accentuated jawlines. So when two in a romantic partnership are trying to rule can be challenging. What should we do with the King faces? Should we have like queen men? Because I know my husband, (laughs) he has like a really like king face as well you know marcus yeah yeah very dominant i think my ex-boyfriends did not have no they didn't they didn't have king faces Mm. interesting still Mm -hmm. looking for the king but maybe that's a bad idea to have a man with an prominent prominent how is your relationship what is your because i think see your lines at you as well yes i also have king yes a lot of king so you know in your partnership Mm. Since both of you are in a bit of a marriage, right? Creative marriage mm-hmm. um, with King. However, what I've already lovingly observed about both of you is you are very yin and yang in your King relationship. Mm-hmm. One is very, very gifted with aesthetic and visual and videography, maybe with the aesthetic of the Instagram or the aesthetic of the, the big vision. And the other might be more gifted with the with the verbiage, with the, the formation of the questions, cultivating the feeling through words um, and the kind of soul of the podcast through the written mm. word. So that both of those things are leaders, but it's complementing each other, bringing the mm. vision into the whole. So when you're looking for a romantic partnership as kings, maybe your partner is more of a tree face which mm. shows up in the length that long rectangle mm. um, and that might be something to consider as well when searching for partnership is is that protector that very stable very consistent very nurturing you know the masculine can be very nurturing as far as protecting is concerned mm. 
Mm. Um, and I also think looking for somebody with a bucket face, I don't, I wish we had a picture of your, your husband and Mm. your, your child's father here, but a bucket shows up in the accentuated and width of the forehead. So very open forehead or open hairline instead of a more narrowed one. This is a fearless learner, very curious, very inspired, very much in awe of the world and trying something new. Buckets do not have regrets because they're like, okay, yeah, I don't know what a face reading is. Let's do it. Mm. Um, I love it. Whereas, you know, somebody who isn't orientated with bucket shaped face might talk themselves out of doing a lot of different things that are new or that they've never experienced before giving themselves excuses of like, I don't know enough yet, or, you know, I, I don't know if the teacher's suited for me. Mm. Da, 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 da. Okay, this is a bad picture because I don't have an Annette, but this is like my son and, and husband. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, gorgeous See, family. Yes. He has a king face. Yeah, he has. He does, and very much um, iron, and I see bucket too. Yeah. So iron is about that... Mm leadership as well but very selfless mm. very much persevering yeah because when you described bucket i was just like he must be some yes buckets. yes yes and that bucket shows up in that forehead again very mm. open you yeah. know a lot of thoughts all at once so the two of you <laughs> having the jade the accentuated yeah. cheekbones mm. you know where there's almost a diamond going mm. on in the face where the cheekbones can be the widest most accentuated part on your face and then yeah. with his bucket so you both are just teeming with creative mm. ideas creative suggestions so is it challenging for you two to settle in at night and pick like a show a television show to watch because you're both yes. like well, what about this what about this? let's watch this trailer let's watch that trailer it always ends that we don't watch a new movie because mm-hmm. it takes too long to find one yeah yes yep it's very sweet (laughs) oh yeah i must say like um in the summer i was looking into like face yoga and face exercises and i asked our community like do you know someone good and so many people wrote about you oh so i found you and when i saw you i was just like you have to be in our podcast because i was so yeah into your energy and how you share your your knowledge so so i mean here we are tell us what is your medicine slow Mm. is my medicine i i see a lot of tutorials and a lot of videos and a lot of education on instagram or tiktok and so much of it is so fast or sped up and i'm you know there is fantastic resource in everything and i think discernment is so key as far as what what feels best for me, what is actually pleasurable, what is actually assisting my own nervous system to regulate and calm down. Because if our nervous system is so at ease and residing more in the parasympathetic than in the sympathetic, so meaning more in the regenerative space, Mm. more in the healing space, rather than activated into flight fight freeze or fawn if our nervous system is so secure and so at ease nothing can make its way into the Mm. body as far as disease or illness or pain and so if our touch is reestablishing a very parasympathetic nervous system by greeting the body so slowly and kindly and lovingly and without judgment Mm then that can really reshape, reshift, recode at a genetic level, at the level of the cells. Mm. And I really feel so much of our history, our trauma, our stories, our wounding, our relationship to what we have been through is stored in the collagen matrix, in the fascia. It's stored in the lymphatic system Mm. and it's stored in the muscles. Might even be stored in the bones. Yeah, because everything is information, everything is energy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and when, you know, matter cannot be created or destroyed, it's simply recycled from one state into another. So sometimes we can get so hooked on healing that we're just on this wheel of healing. And I'm really interested in stepping off the wheel and curing. And we have the ability to do that. And we benefit the most, I think, from 
reclamation, bringing and reeling our power back in from whatever expert, whatever guru, whatever doctor we may have been thrusting all of our power into. Mm, I love it because that's was that energy I felt from you was so like nourishing it was like coming in and the nervous system was just like huh I was like watching your videos before going to bed because it was like like so calming and I did some of the exercises and felt just like the medicine that you talk about that is so sweet yeah it's beautiful thank you Mm. it's interesting because you said that you're triple fire yes in your astro (laughs) it's like we can't like it's yeah it's interesting with astrology in that way that you can kind of turn anything into whatever you want yeah yes. you because you decide yes i mean yeah you are the creator yeah. choiceful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes we have choices every single moment and sometimes our first choice that pops into our mind isn't the one um you know going back to acting which was my early some of my earliest background there's an actor john casale who uh, was only ever in five feature films and every Mm. single one of them was nominated for an Academy Award. Mm. And he dated Meryl Streep. And she talks about him as teaching, Mm. teaching her that we have so many different possibilities and so many different choices as Mm. actors and I feel as human beings, how we want to be, how we want to relate to things and other people. And there's always a million and one possibilities. Yeah. And our first one isn't always the one we should go with. No. But you can get so much from it. I mean, mm. with like the facial exercises, everything you do, like in acting, I believe that you have so much of that knowledge that you use today. Yes. 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 So many tools. So many tools, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so I'm now wondering if I could, should go into aging or if we should go into your story, what would you rather speak about? I mean, I think we can do both. We can time travel in both directions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with aging, we were just chatting about how it it doesn't need to be a linear experience. Mm-hmm. And I think many, many people relate to some mm-hmm. of the signs of aging, which they relate with or resonate with, you know, lines and wrinkles showing showing them that they're aging or that they're deteriorating in some way or atrophying and I was just chatting with a client who was sharing about her frown lines so showing up right in between the brows some Mm. people call them 11 lines which is really liver so liver resides in between the brows liver is a major excretory organ Mm. just like the skin just like gallbladder and it's associated in traditional Chinese medicine with anger usually And often um, the children of parents who are alcoholics or addicts or narcissists of some kind will often have a really deep line on the side that is in relationship with that parent. So if it's Mm -hmm. on the right, closer to the right eyebrow, it's in relationship with mother. And if it's uh, on Mm -hmm. the left, it's in relationship with father. If Mm -hmm. it's in the middle, it's really in relationship with self. And it's often about You know, we're not uh, practiced at releasing anger in a healthy Mm -hmm. or ongoing way because it wasn't safe to. You know, maybe the parents' anger was so erratic or spastic um, or just the big emotions were so commonplace that we, we took on the role of kind of walking on eggshells to not offset the the beast. (laughs) So we really restrained our own anger or our own bigger, more explosive emotions, stuff them down, compartmentalize, and it has to go somewhere. So it might come out in that line because so much of the stuffing is a bit of a scrunching in with the face. Mm. Like I'm not going to show, you know, kind of a look down, not going to show what I'm thinking. I'm not going to be out. I'm not going to explode. So I'm going to stuff and crunch yeah because this is dangerous to like show our like breast areas you have to like mm, hide it yes Mm. yes yes because if there's so much attention at a young age from boys then right the the teaching was um well you're asking for it you know if you're wearing a push-up bra and 
in, you know, early teen years. And if you're, you have your breasts pressed out, you know, you're asking for it. Yes. And so, yeah, we, we certainly developed more posture that, issues. Know, you know, the mama breastfeeding thing or yes. that caring your child. So, um, you have like a very like this. So I'm, I'm looking at Matilda and try to do the same. With the like, posture. With the posture, yeah. Yes. To show my breast. But it can, as you said, have emotional yes um yeah impact impact as well yes mm. yeah so interesting yeah and mm. and also just that that concave mm. chest you yeah. know then we're we're residing more in the back body but not in an in an embodied mm. way mm. so embodiment in the back body for me in a harmonized way is really residing in our spine mm really in a lengthened that's how you see in dancers yes they're very like yes mm. so what would you say like the correlation between um is it always would you say um emotional or can it be also like you breastfed on the wrong side or is it all always like emotional and like physical do you know what i mean yes, yes. i think it's not black and white mm -hmm. really residing in a little bit of both and things mm. are bi-directional so for example if if that liver line right in between the eyebrows is getting more and more into a deep crease that might be a sign from the liver the actual organ of some things you know there's a blockage Because mm -hmm. lines often indicate a bit of a blockage, mm. a bit of a separation. Or it can be bi-directional in the other way where the emotion is showing the line because anger isn't able to really be hygienically, you know, emotional mm -hmm. hygiene on a regular basis, just released that fluidity, that flushing that is so important in the fluids for mm. the lymphatic system, for the circulatory system. Same thing with the emotions. Everything needs to be flushed because we are not our emotions. Mm. We, if we identify with our emotions, I'm a very anxious person. I hear so many people say this often. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe one is visited by anxiety a lot. Anxiety is actually excitement. Mm -hmm. Anxiety is actually caring so much about the quality of something. It becomes hyper-focused or a bit of over-worrying, overthinking about the quality of something. It morphs into anxiety. We're just visited by these things. Emotions to me are visitors and emotion, energy in motion. It, it needs to move. Yes. It's almost like feel the feelings because sometimes we are shameful of some feelings and we push them down and push them down and they, then they manifest in the body instead. Yes. So we talk a lot about in our podcast to feel your feelings and just see, see them. As you said, visitors, it was a very nice way of like putting a name on it because they are just here to like give you some information and then be released. Exactly. So we can hold in these emotions for a lifetime. Yes. And you can see like on, we talk about like uh, elder people, sometimes they can be like so scrunched and like their backs and you can see how they are carry their emotions in their body. Yes. Yes, and weight of the world. Yes. Over-responsible. Mm. And that will show up often at the upper back or in the rounded shoulders. Mm. Exactly. And I mean, a lot of these emotions are created like in the childhood with traumas and so on. And a huge part of what we share is also like shadow work and trauma and the childhood. Uh, and we know you, through your face readings that you can discover patterns from childhood. Uh, that is ready to release. Uh, so tell us, how can this show up in your face and how do you know that you are carrying your traumas? Well, for example, in Matilda's face reading, you know, mm -hmm. her focus was wanting to learn more about the messages of the horizontal forehead lines. Mm. So in face mapping, the colon runs across the forehead, going up the right, across to the left, down the left. Same exact shape as the mm -hmm. colon in our body same exact shape as the emotional body things need to come up we feel them we look at them we examine them maybe mm. we even thank them and then only then can we release them and so when there's horizontal forehead lines this is the decade of our 20s so matilda and i talked a little bit about you know maybe there's um shock maybe there's surprise maybe there's a bit of scrunching 
up the experience because it's just too much to receive it all at once. Oftentimes when we're going through major transformation, these lines can get deeper because maybe there's a bit of a a clairvoyance that's turning on, that third eye, Mm. that clear seeing that um, resides in the middle of the forehead. And if you think about the limbic system, the brain, the the frontal cortex of the brain, this is where we receive intuitive insight, that sort of knowing. And the back of the brain is much more analytical, critical. So we want to keep a lot of our information up here. We don't want it to drop back here because then it kind of gets can get on loop in a critical analytical state. And so when we're seeing these lines, something like incorporating digestive enzymes can really assist those lines to dissolve even completely because it will help at the emotional level so that we are not in overthinking, in overprocessing. We're just extracting what we need, letting go of what we don't. Mm. It will help at a physical level extracting the nutrients from our food, assisting us to break down the rest of the things we're taking in and letting go of the rest. Mm. I think this is uh, new information to a lot of listeners. Like you can actually like reshape your body and you can change your body because I think a belief is that your body is what it is. You can't change it, but but your body is like its energy as well. Yes. And how much it changes when you change. So we were talking before we started recording what happened to us the last just five years when we did so much work on ourselves and we've gone through major transformations. Amanda has been becoming a mother. I've been doing so much work on myself and we look completely different in like in our faces. So looking back and we're like oh my god this is three years ago we look completely different and also when it comes to like lines and wrinkles that you can actually remove them by doing emotional work and doing like massage and some gentle like you know like giving love to your face basically because your body is just communicating with you Mm. yes yeah it's so i just think it's like it's it's so wow but it's it's like everything um you need to put love and attention and it's not going to be like a f- quick fix, I guess. It's not going to be like a two two days thing. It can be. It can be. Okay. It wow. can be. Mm. I mean, what's been really exciting about a program that I launched where it's a month, it's four weeks. I chose the life of a skin cell, which is about 30-ish days. And I've had a few clients where their bone structure, their face shape changed in four weeks. And I actually saw, you know, we didn't take photos every single week, but I saw from week to week, people were morphing. Oh my God. And so one woman had an earth shaped face, which if you look at a trapezoid, you know, where, um, is that a triangle? Almost. It's a triangle, like with the top Ah. top sliced off. Mm. Mm. And so the shape is almost king, but really it's kind of much heavier or much denser or more inflammation in the jaw area. Um, king is, is more like um, with a pointed chin sometimes. And is that a healthy um, <clears throat> kind of look? It can indicate some stagnation mm. in the organs and mm. it can indicate... Um, a bit of heaviness in the emotions like a lot of earth faces are self-deprecating in personality or in trait okay um whereas kings are tend to be pretty confident mm-hmm. and self-asserting and so not all ease. the archetypes are like healthy manifestations correct ah, interesting. so a moon face which is a complete circle or a wall face which is um a bigger square so not an iron where there's Mm. square a bigger even Mm. bigger square so it's almost like moon but flattened Mm. um they tend to not be interested in tending to their health and tending Mm. to their diet or their energy or Mm. the kind of people that they're surrounding themselves with there's a bit of an unplugged nature Mm. to how they reside in themselves Hmm. Interesting. So she, your client, she went from that shape into more of a 
king. The king. Wow. So she transformed in, in four, four weeks. weeks or less from That's a king. I'm sorry, from an earth shaped face to a king. That's amazing. Was yeah. that by doing also emotional work? Or was that only by doing the massage and the, like the physical it, work? It was both. So we yeah. did some emotional processing work mm-hmm. using Gestalt therapy Mm. and then um, I designed a facial massage prescription for her that was two minutes or less that she did every day Mm. and then a couple of diet shifts so it was pretty minimal what we did Um, I wanted it to be easy and gentle I'm not interested in creating a whole regimen that's you know the they have to completely trash their lifestyle from before Mm -hmm. and adopt a brand new one um, just really gentle, easy shifts, minimal. Super cool. Yeah. And we're also interested in like, what was the like pivotal point in your life that made you uh, dive into this work with like face mapping and the beauty and everything that you do? Yes. So I gratefully um, have a mother who really exposed me to a lot of different healing modalities and alternative Mm -hmm. medicine at a really young age. She got acupuncture all through her pregnancy with me and um, took me to acupuncture at a really young age, which really was such an education. I just used it as as a class every time I went. They were like, please stop asking questions. Just lie down. (laughs) I'm like, okay, one more more question. Um, So that was a really beautiful entry point and just Mm. broaden my horizons. There was a pretty significant event. I think I was 26. I was driving in Los Angeles, where I live now, where we are right now, and um, coming home from one of the best auditions I'd ever had in my life. I was there for three hours screen testing with a bunch of different actors in the lead role. I was like, oh my god, I've got this, I've got this role. I don't even think the movie ever got made. Um, and I came home uh, on the drive home. I was hit in a car accident from behind really, really severely. And I was on bed rest for three months and then out of work for about nine months. Oh, my God. And um, a few specialists were pretty convinced that I needed spinal surgery. Um, and I was very very adamant to not receive surgery. And so, and I think without that exposure in early childhood from my mother, I wouldn't have felt confident to advocate for myself in that way. Um, I would have been so scared, I think, and just listening to what the experts in white coats were saying, which was like, insert this steel rod, insert these, you know, pins, these metal pins in the spine. And I knew enough at the time, not nearly as much as I do now about the spine and all of the different um, just energetics of the spine and how it's connected to everything and the cerebral spinal fluid and just so much is important in the spine, all the nerves, the brainstem, all these different things. So I'm really grateful I listened to my intuition on that and was just like, there's got to be another way. And, you know, so many people have healed themselves completely without surgery and not that surgery is, um, not a very beneficial thing. Sometimes, sometimes yeah, it's very I heard, necessary. Yeah. I heard people say that bone just like regrow in the body and yeah, amazing things happens when you, yeah, you can really heal everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so grateful for it all for Western medicine mm-hmm. and for all the other yeah, modalities the combination is yeah key but i did i i healed my spine without surgery wow. with physical therapy i did get to epidurals which didn't serve i did not take the pain away did not increase mobility actually they were both pretty traumatic experiences <laughs> that i then was very adamant about shedding from my from my tissues from my body mm-hmm. um but that really was the experience that shifted a lot of things for me. I stopped acting completely. I uh, became very invested in meditation in a way that I had never been before and developed quite a disciplined practice for a while and then got into facials, which was very surprising to me because I had really judged the beauty industry quite harshly before that. And then realized, oh, this can be 
you know, a multifaceted experience. Maybe it's a facial, but we can also include Reiki healing and we can include other energy work and we can include, you know, guided visualization and meditation and sound bowls. And a lot of my mediumship abilities turned on working on so many different bodies. So their past loved ones would come in and have a lot to say, a lot of messages (laughs) for the person, which was a bit shocking in the beginning to see people um, that were deceased in the room, in the facial room with us. Mm. Wow, it feels like your gifts were just like blossoming, that you are really stepping into like your soul gifts here on earth. It's interesting because you hear people talk about their car accidents Mm. being this pivotal time. I've heard it many times, especially car accidents. Like it's It's like universe that just like you have to wake up just very brutally. Well, and I think I probably received quite a few messages before Mm. that car accident that I wasn't willing to listen to or look at. How old were you? I think I was about 26. Yeah, just before Saturn returned. Yeah. Yes. And so many astrologers that I have met with um, note that date. They're like, did did something happen here? They're like, your Saturn return started early. Mm. And it was that car accident that kicked it off. I was like, yep, that would make sense. Oh, I have like shivers. <laughs> and here yeah. we are today yes. with all the knowledge that you have. It's incredible. What are you most excited about in your work today? Oh my goodness, so many things. So my work has changed a lot just in the last year. And I've never had this much fun to date. And what's been really exciting is to work in a very focused and nurturing way. So having this container of a month, I'm really able to see such a beautiful blossoming and shift in people with such minimal adjustment, which is my, like, that's really what lights me up the most is how minimal um, the offering can be or how minimal the touch can be. Mm. I really love subtle body shifting, subtle body touch and how massive the benefits can be, how massive the transformation can be. Because I think we've we've come and hopefully maybe we're coming away from this of, you know, in the exercise industry and in the beauty industry, no pain, no gain mm. sort of mentality and a grasping and holding on to that. And I find that with Isn't that the whole Western world though? A in lot. Every a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And I find that the gentlest, most minimal touch can have the most longevity so we talk about you know slow aging or aging gracefully Mm -hmm. all of these kind of um, phrases that are kind of going around and I find that it's not the lasers per se it's not the really expensive treatments uh, it's not the peels it's the really sweet slow soft touch Mm -hmm. yeah it's like my whole nervous system just like regulates when I hear this. It's so nice because the world really needs to slow down because we are like in so so high stress all the time. I mean, especially living in big cities when there's a lot of like technologies, a lot of like uh, pollutions and people. Um, so people are, uh, we know a lot of people listening on our podcast is living in the bigger cities. So, I mean... How would you say, do you have any tips on how we can regulate the nervous system? Because I've seen on your videos that you can, we have like different points we can press like in the face. What would be your like go-to when you feel like you have like a dysfunctional, dysregulated nervous system? Yes. So breath is our constant companion. Mm. I find activating the inhales and exhales can be so potent and powerful Mm. and that's free we always have it we don't need anybody else outside of us to tell us what to do or how to do it and the most beautiful thing about breath is it's autonomic you know we don't really have to remember to breathe our body will eventually you know if we're holding our breath the other interesting thing about holding our breath is um our skin will start to modify itself So the pores on our upper cheeks or around our nose or even on our nose will start to expand and enlarge, 
which, you know, beauty industry is like, oh God, big pores, that's horrible and ugly. But really, often it's about our body isn't getting enough oxygen. Our brain so isn't getting to enough oxygen. You, through the skin. Yeah. And oh. our skin does breathe. Mm. So it's important to remember that too of things we're putting on our body. You know, let's not coagulate the pores and let's not wear a lot of synthetic textiles because then our bodies can't breathe as well. Yeah, I heard that the frequency, because everything has a frequency, and like in natural material like cotton, like wool, have a high frequency, but textures like polyester has a really low frequency. Yes. So we are like decreasing our, our frequency by wearing like polyester and like other yes. plastic materials. And yes. same with colors, right? So if you're wearing certain colors, you can help your energy in certain ways. Yes. Notice how we're all in neutral, <laughs> whitish, beiges. We've, we've gone from wearing a lot of color. Um, so we went from quite little colors to a lot of colors during like one and a half years. And now we're back into neutrals. So yeah. we needed, it was some sort of... And also the material, fire. I can only like use natural materials like linen, linen like wool. Because otherwise I feel like my whole body, the whole system is like... Mm. It doesn't feel good. Yeah, working yeah. too hard. Yeah. Yes. Working in overtime. Yes. Yeah. So what are your routines? My routines? Do you have a lot of routines when it comes to the yoga you do? Like the face yoga you do on your own face? Yeah, and, and like... also going back, I don't think you talk, uh, told us about the breath. If you have like a... Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Let's go back there. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, that was great, though. Can we come back yes. to that? Yes. yes. Um, so with the breath, constant companion... And always available. So if we activate our inhales and exhales, which really can look like, are we actually expanding our lungs mm -hmm. at the very top, which is right underneath the trapezius muscle. So if you press mm -hmm. on your shoulders, on that soft mm -hmm. tissue in your shoulders, that's the top of your lung, right underneath mm -hmm. that muscle. It hurts here. Yeah. I don't know if I have... We were exercising the other day. Maybe oh, yeah. I have sore muscles. <laughs> or Sore muscles. Or I'm not breathing properly. Could be could be a little bit of both mm. Mm. you know could be just the stress tension yeah. is often held here yeah um and you think about trapezius muscles really being our wings so mm. you know where are we too tight or too too extracted you know contracted um So around the breath being our constant companion and activating our inhales and exhales, are we really inviting our lungs to be at their most expanded capacity and then also at their most contracted capacity? That is growth. We are constantly expanding and contracting. And so it's so important to expel our breaths out all the way, <laughs> as well as really inviting and so if that's you know our most brilliant and radiant expression in the world can we breathe in all of life can mm -hmm. we greet the world in a confident in a robust way can we release what's not for us mm, so completely spread our wings i love what you said about the wings yes mm -hmm. the trapezius muscles in that diamond shape on our shoulders and down our back that is our Our wings, that's where our wings would be sprouted from. Mm. And so if those are open and mobile and fluid, also our chest cavity can be open and mobile and fluid. Yeah. So just bringing in our, our inhales into our body, what are we inviting into our life? Do we want more joy? Do we want more ease? Do we want more freedom, more fun, more abundance? And what are we releasing? Are we letting go of fear? Are we letting go of anxiety? Are we letting go of control? Are we letting go of all of the things and people and experiences that are not for us? And so breath, I feel, is one of those incredible, you know, tips or constant companion that can really allow us to sail through as neutrally as possible through any high, through any low. It's gotten me through everything. Mm. through labor, which was 57 hours, oh. through, you know, the craziest car accidents that I've ever been through, through the biggest elation, through some of the the biggest accolades that I've received, breath has really been my stabilizing force. And you asked about, 
you know, acupressure points. There's a really, really great one over the thymus gland, which is right, right above the heart mm-hmm. over the, behind the sternum. So if you find your collarbones and you go to where the collarbones meet in the middle, and then you just come down a couple of inches and you'll find a little soft divot on either side of that sternum bone. And this is a really powerful acupressure point where it will reset the meridians, the energy meridians into forward flow. So if some of them started to travel backwards because, you know, we were in a car accident or, you know, there was shock or surprise or an event that we weren't anticipating and it kind of offset us or made our eyebrows and forehead wrinkles get deeper because we're just like, oh, that's a really fabulous way of resetting our systems and bringing everything back online, everything back into forward flow. And we don't even have to press very hard. You know, we can just gently, lovingly, yeah, it's always press. like very gentle press, pressure you should do like in in those different it just depends honestly you know it depends what feels good you know when matilda touched her trapezius shoulder she was like oh tender Mm -hmm. that hurts so if there's tenderness or pain lightening the depth of the pressure can feel really good and then once we've worked in the subtle body to the point where we can sense the touch even without touching the skin even without pressing into the tissue, we can almost hover our hands or fingertips over the area and just see what's going on there. You know, what kind of electromagnetic pulses are emitting from our fingertips into those tissues and using our breath so that the energy is always moving and not getting too sluggish or too stagnant in any one area. Mm. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. So so interesting. I just like I feel like a sponge that just is soaking up everything you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah. so fascinating. Um, so I have a question around your own routines because I can imagine if you go to your Instagram, if someone goes to your Instagram, they see all the different things that you can do. At least this this was me. Maybe this is because I am like taking in everything that I see on Instagram like everything just goes through my brain it's just too much however um you wanted to maybe you want to do all the things you know you're like oh this is good oh I need this ah mm. um so what do you do yourself because <laughs> yes. you have so much knowledge like yes do you have a big routine or how does it look no I don't have okay. a big routine <laughs> Um, I, I also love, you know, we, we both have a bit of that bucket shape in the forehead where it's just this, this hunger, this craving for learning and expanding and growing. And so I was watching and listening to this quantum biology summit this past weekend that Dr. Catherine Clinton put on gathering a bunch of different experts in a bunch of different fields. So that I think will integrate and shift my routines and rituals in a big way as well. I love minimalism and I find less is always more in that way. So I've been working on really more of a feminine flow rather than a masculine regimen, which wasn't the case, you know, for my entire childhood and 20s. I was very masculine, very disciplined, very regimented. And these days, I really offer myself a moment of an inhale, maybe a hand on my chest, or maybe just fingertips somewhere on my face, like cheeks, and say, "Mm, what do I want? What do we need? And go from there. And so... If I have a couple of minutes um, without my son, because um, when I have my son, it's faster usually. <laughs> it's just like, okay, you know, massage the oil. Although, you know, I also know he's watching. He's watching. And so, you know, sometimes he wants to be involved in the evening skincare ritual. <laughs> so he's like, oh, mama, I want some of that too. And then he'll watch and we'll do it together. You know, a little bit of facial oil, massaging slowly in circles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I don't have him, it can be 
longer and more luxurious. Um, but I really just see what my skin needs. And sometimes it's best for me to do that with eyes closed. Cause then I'm, I don't have the feedback of my reflection in the mirror. And some of my judgments are not informing that moment of what I need. Um, so it can feel really nice to just have eyes closed and feel around and say, okay, my forehead is really dry. I've been processing a lot. I've been digesting a lot. I'm transforming a lot of things in my personal life in the last year. And I notice I need more water-based, more hyaluronic acid, more hydrating nutrients underneath my facial oil. Okay. So let's start there. We'll do that. And then we'll do that. Check over here. Okay. We need maybe a little bit more of a balm around the eyes because my crow's feet are really, um, the lines are getting deeper. And often that is about the decade of our thirties, what's developing a lot of laughter, a lot of smiling, but also can be an indication of needing more fats, needing more healthy fats in the diet. Mm. Cause, um, we're just burning through when we're going through major transformation, when we're alchemizing a lot of, you know, challenging or, or more dismantling material in our personal lives, healthy fats can be such a fabulous way to keep our brains from atrophying or our brains from operating on energetic fumes, but like really getting mm. a lot of I fats. can completely feel it in my body when you say like, I've been feeling it because we had so health, like we had very little fat these first days of our uh, trip. Yeah. We because we couldn't find any good stuff on, in the you know airport and so on. So I was like, oh my god, I need to fill up because um, I feel like I'm drying out and going through this major transformation I've been through for the past two years. I yeah, I can just feel it in my body when you say it, like yeah, that's yeah. me, and yes. I'm just like did a test because I had some like digestive um, problems like for the last couple of years and I was just doing a test and found out that I don't I lack the enzymes that break down fats uh, so it was just like interesting to hear so now I'm going on these enzymes to just help the body yes uh, so it's interesting to hear you talk about like those enzymes to just break down the fat and so yes on. yeah mm. yeah and in about probably eight weeks time, man, the, these downward lines around the mouth will dissolve mm. and lift off because mm. that can be another area on the face that's an indication of needing digestive enzymes. Mm. So interesting. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. That's cool. So I wonder, even though you don't have the knowledge or like if people don't have the knowledge that you have, I guess you can just use your intuition and kind of feel your face yes right i just usually offer um follow what feels good yeah and i think so many people are worried they're going to do it wrong or they're going to mess up their face or they're going to create some sort of damage because there's been so much reiterated um direction and and you know, ed miseducation around, don't touch your face, don't touch your face. You're going to break out your skin or you're going to create more wrinkles or you're going to create more sagging if you touch your mm. face. Yeah, I had that because for a long time, I was, when I was putting on like creams and serums, I was just like so softly putting them on and just I barely touched my face. And I also experienced that I had during that time a lot of inflammation. Also, often I was feeling like bloated in my face, swollen. But now I have like a routine when I do face cupping. I do a lot of um, like massage and lymph drainage massage. And I feel completely new in my face. Because as you said, I've heard that you should not touch your face. Mm. Yes. Mm. And it can be, I think, one of the most important things for longevity is really moving the face because the entire body is mapped on the face. Mm. Just like the hands just like the soles of the feet and the ears and the teeth and the tongue, the whole body is mapped out on the face. So all the organs, the glands, parts of the um, uh, skeletal structure. Mm. Yeah, because I can believe that a lot of listeners are going to like run up to the mirror to watch their faces. Is there like some traits that you, you can look for that is like... Yeah, I don't know. So what can you start like detecting in your face if you're like new to this or start to look for? I don't know. I mean, if we would just want to start with the nose, 
you know, massaging along the nose can be so beneficial for the spine, for spine Mm. health, because the spine is mapped along the bridge of the nose. And, you know, there was a woman that I met one time who had so many horizontal wrinkles, especially at the top of her nose. And I thought, oh my goodness, I've never seen this before. How fascinating. Mm. I wonder if she's had a lot of work done on her spine, or I wonder if there's herniated discs, or I wonder what's going on. Turns out she's had seven or eight spinal surgeries. Oh, wow. Wow. Hmm. And so it was showing on her face as these horizontal lines going up the bridge of her nose. Hmm. Fascinating. So fascinating. Any more of those? Like, so... You have the nose. Yeah, you talked about like eyebrows before when we did like the reading because mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people want fuller eyebrows, but a lot of people, yeah. Eyebrows can be one of the most talkative things on mm. people's face for face reading. Um, and both of you have pretty prominent eyebrows. You mm. know, they're full, they're not very thin, they're mm. not sparse, they're not delicate, which indicates a strong constitution. And a stronger ability in the body to persevere, to overcome illness, to overcome disease, you know, a resilient immune system. And so, you know, we were chatting a little bit about digestive issues or a little bit about autoimmune issues. Mm. So if that is occurring, even with really strong eyebrows, think about how much worse it could be Mm. when some of those things are visiting the body Mm. in a temporary way. And also how much of these autoimmune issues are based in the emotional body and it's serving up all these symptoms in the physical body, you know, asking for relief, asking for a shift, because Mm. I think if we didn't have some of these physical ailments and symptoms, we wouldn't spend much time dealing with the thing. There wouldn't be such an overwhelming discomfort where we're like, we have to slow down. We have to take a break from this job or this relationship or leave a toxic situation in order to deal. And so I just think in a way it's kind of brilliant. And we get so frustrated being like, I don't have my full capability. I'm, you know, I'm stunted. I am a little bit handicapped right now. It's really awful. (laughs) But we wouldn't be dealing with some of the things we need to really address and alchemize if we weren't in a physical incapacitated state in some way or another. That's so true. Yes. So the representation of eyebrows Mm. are a few different things in face reading. They represent gallbladder, a little bit of liver because the liver resides in between the eyebrows. Upper eyelids are also gallbladder and we see fallopian tubes. Yeah. So if the eyes are the ovaries, it's almost mimicking the same exact shape as the Mm. ovaries, the fallopian tubes, you Mm. know, the cervix being the bridge of the nose, the uterus being in the middle. That's so cool. cool. And so um, if we are, you know, working with polycystic ovarian syndrome, if we are working with fertility challenges, if we're working with creative blockages, lovingly drawing some circles around the eyes can really increase that movement, increase the freedom that's existing in those organs and in that anatomy so that there isn't blockage, there isn't inflammation, there isn't um, an inability to create, to create life, to create projects, to generate businesses and forge new relationships. And quite a few clients um, and also reflexology masseuses that I know have dissolved completely fibroids, cysts, um, PCOS, um, infertility from simply massaging around the eyes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Massaging around the eyes, around the ears. Mm. Sometimes it's around the mouth as well because our sex organs are also represented in our chin. So, you know, when we're having... Uh, menstrual or cyclical breakouts it's often in the chin area and yeah. it's just because yeah. there's too much heat usually too much mm-hmm. heat in the uh, sex organs mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah thank you for bringing this is i mean ancient knowledge that you're just like bringing to surface so it's yeah it's it just sometimes it feels like so we are doing things so complicated here on earth because it's so you know the society and all the money 
But we have so much like in the nature, in our bodies, I mean, our hands, we have so much tools. But yes. then we're like fooled to believe that we need to follow a path. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just had a whole curiosity the other day and I'm curious if it's true or not. But I was thinking about our fingertips and how mm. we are gifted these fingerprints as really an identity marker. We have our teeth and we have our fingerprints. Mm -hmm. And no matter how big we get, because we start very tiny babies, we grow into full adult size, which is really a massive difference. And yet our fingerprints remain the same. Our teeth remain the same. Mm. I mean, just that boggles my mind. And I was thinking about fingerprints and just the shape of them, how much they mimic nature, how much they mm. mimic the bark on trees, the tree yes. rings. And I was thinking also about the myelin sheath in the nervous system, which is really like the electrical coating around the nerves. There's a whole layer mm. around our nerves called the myelin sheath. And I was curious if the myelin sheath also has this imprinting in it somehow of these tree rings, this kind of fingerprint marking, because notice how it's pretty rare that we shock somebody unless we are shuffling our feet on the carpet or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then we shock. Um, but these fingerprints really seem to electrically disperse in a harmonized way. Our fingertips mm -hmm. are incredibly electrical, you know, and that's why it can be sometimes really profound and potent to massage with our fingers mm -hmm. without gloves on instead of a gua sha tool to have the electrical impulses, the healing and capabilities of our fingerprints on our own skin. And our skin is the same germ layer as our brain and nervous system. So we are massaging our nervous system when we are touching our skin or touching another skin. And it's that physical manifestation of the nervous system. So we're resetting our brain, inviting new neural pathways with touch and how powerful that is. And I was just curious, oh, maybe the myelin sheath around every single nerve is also dispersing the electrical waves in the same way that trees do, in the same way that, because I think that our collagen matrix, our fascia is really our plug into the mycelium network that mm. goes through the whole earth, that mushroom root system yes. that connects every plant, every tree, every That's how trees talk to each other. Exactly. And they, yeah. Sending nutrients along the pathways, sending information, sending viruses along the pathways mm. to kill off you know, a different kind of illness that a tree yeah. is going through. To help each other. It is our yeah. same network. It's like the, it's so like an avatar cool. when he connects with the you know the mm -hmm. horse thing, yes. flying horse thing. Yes, yeah. and also the tree and everything. Yeah, mm. tree of life. Yeah, I love 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 this. Mm. So true. So interesting. That's why I like touch is the best medicine. I mean, it's so good. Oh, I'm melting. Also being like a mother and giving so much touch and receiving touch, but not also like. But when someone touches me, it's like, I'm, I'm melting. Yes. Yes. It's a reset. It's a total reset. So what are you offering right now? And how can our followers um, find you and find your offerings? Yes. On Instagram, there's so many free reels and resources there. It's my full name, Julie Saviello Polier. I offer a how to glow program. This is a month long, um, very, very bespoke protocol. So I really designed something for each person. It's a four week program. Mm -hmm. We get to spend one hour a week together, starts with a face reading and ends with another face reading. So we're really able to track mm -hmm. the journey. And what's so beautiful about the face reading is it really offers a bit of our template, our blueprint of what I'm going to create along with you. Um, and face reading is so powerful. I think, you know, I forgot how much medicine is in a face reading mm -hmm. until I launched this program a little while ago. And so many people have never been heard or seen to this degree in mm -hmm. their lives uh, up until this point. And so it can be such a massive recognition and self-realization into you know everywhere they've been who they really want to be now 
and how they can embody that more and more. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, and that I can be it. found through your Instagram. Through right? Instagram, mm. on the website, which again is Julissaviola.com. Yeah. And I also see like a very beautiful book. Oh, I have a book. Yeah. Yes. Thank you <laughs> for reminding me. <laughs> Gua Sha and Crystal Massage. And it is um, mostly a visual coffee table book. So you can open it up at any point or you can mm. read it through. But it's a lot of very easy, very digestible facial massage mm. techniques that heal the organs, that reset the meridians, and that offer a lot of, you know, upliftment and toning and chiseling in the face. Mm. That's good. I, I use like books like that as a tarot, uh, tarot or yes. oracle cards. I just like put up one side and just like, okay, this is the medicine I need today. Yes. yes. It's a fabulous way to use it. Mm. Cool. Great. Thank you so much for coming. This was amazing having you here, like sharing your knowledge and uh, your wisdom and medicine to the world. Thank you. And we are so happy to be able to spread this also to our Scandinavian audience. Yes. Yes. I have Viking ancestors. Yes, you do. (laughs) Norway. (laughs) We have a lot of listeners in Norway. Amazing. Amazing. Tell us when you are coming to Scandinavia. I certainly will. And I must come. Yes. Thank you for bringing such open-hearted, safe, secure space so that your mm. guests can really open up and bloom within your podcast sessions. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you. Julie. <laughs> Bye.